Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. It's the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And Barb, we've got many home buyers are having to make an offer after offer just to get under contract for a home because this is a very, very tight market. How can a home buyer win if they end up in a bidding war? Well, Richard, right now, because there is low inventory, a lot of buyers are facing competition. And probably the biggest complaint we get from home buyers is, hey, I don't have enough cash to make up the appraisal guarantee, or I don't have enough resources to really make myself look good, you know, compared to other buyers right now. So really the solution is to be prepared and to understand what's going on in the market. Because I can tell you that the biggest problem we have right now is that you're going to be facing other competing buyers and you're going to be facing even cash buyers like there there's still one or two investors in town that are coming in at or above asking price for cash in order to purchase buy and hold rental real estate okay it's tough for a home buyer that has to get a loan that has a low down payment it's tough for those people to be able to compete with somebody like that that is a cash buyer where the seller doesn't have to worry at all about the appraisal. There are some contracts coming across where the buyers are waiving the inspection and all that. So um, that that really presents a problem for home buyers. But I, I think you can be successful if you actually prepare. So sellers, just so you know, it's kind of hard for home buyers because they have no idea what they're competing with. We don't share each other's offers. There's all kinds of strategies that agents employ in order to make themselves really competitive. Things like what they call escalation clauses, where I'll pay a thousand or two thousand over the highest offer up to this price, but you have to show me the other offer, which I'm not really that crazy about doing it. Sellers don't have to take any offer at all. They don't have to take a full price offer. And with all negotiations, buyers and sellers really need a strategy. So for sellers, the best way to approach it really is to make sure they're pricing the home to attract the most amount of buyers, to make all the, all the wanted buyers kind of fight for your home. Plus position it. You really have to hire the right agent to position the home to attract all those buyers as well, set them up for success for sure. And there's a lot of psychology involved with this, also a lot of marketing. So most agents, their answer to marketing is, you know, take some pictures, slap it in the MLS and hope somebody else brings them a buyer. But that's really not enough in this world. You want all the buyers to go, oh my God, I have to have this house. And there's a way that we do it. And not everybody does it that way. I was, I think last week, Richard, I was showing you a picture of how somebody presented the home on the market with a picture of a toilet and three rolls of toilet paper and three holders, and then a cat box toilet right next to the toilet and all this junk. I, and, and guess what? They had to lower the price. And you know what? They probably didn't have to lower the price had the home been presented appropriately. And a lot of buyers probably would have been turned off by these photographs. But it's just because agents just don't train 
They don't really focus and pay attention on what they're doing. And there's this really dumb assumption out there that, hey, any agent can sell a house. All I have to do is take some pictures, slap it in the MLS with this low inventory. We can definitely get the most amount of money. And that's a, a terrible myth that I see going on again and again and again. So when a buyer is competing for a home, the number one thing is being prepared. Make sure you have some cash reserves. Make sure you present yourself in the best light. Unfortunately, most of the offers come across just as an email and a 20-page contract, which there's nothing emotionally appealing about that. A pre-approval letter from a lender, which may or may not actually tell the story. Half the time, it doesn't tell the story. So um, there are a lot of things that could really kill interest of a home seller in a contract that is almost like nonverbal communication. So most agents really don't write offers daily and buyers assume that all the agents know what they're doing. But do they really understand every detail of the agreement? Do they know how to win the hearts and minds of the home sellers? I see some stuff in contracts, some provisions that actually make sellers go, I don't care what they offer. I don't want to work with them because they're, they just seem like trouble. And what's really going on here is these, these agents see these clauses that other agents use and they think, oh, that's cool. I'll put it in there to, quote, protect my buyer. But they're protecting their buyer right out of a house. Most contracts have a provision in it that said if, that, if the appraiser, which is the loan approval person that goes by and verifies that the home is worth what the buyer agreed to pay to substantiate for the lender, right? It's an outside licensed party that comes in and substantiates the home's value. So the challenge right now is many people are bidding above asking price, bidding above what other sales are, really putting this opinion of value in doubt, meaning that it's possible that later on down the road, a couple, two, three, four weeks later, the appraiser comes along and says, oh, well, even though the buyer agreed to pay this price, I'm sorry, I don't think it's worth that much. And if you want us to loan X percent of this amount, you're going to have to come up with a difference in cash. So nobody wants that situation. The sellers don't, the buyers don't. So some of the ways that they deal with that is do what's called an appraisal guarantee, where the buyer comes in and says, hey, if the appraiser does not think it's worth what I agreed to pay, then I will bring X to cash because I still want to get the house. Those are really strong offers. But you have to be really careful and pay attention to the wording that comes across. Let me read you one, Richard, and I want you to tell me if this makes sense. If the difference between the appraised value and the purchase price is greater than the buyer contribution, the purchase price will be automatically reduced to the appraised value plus the buyer contribution. Okay, but then the parties agree to execute any amendment or document required by the buyer's lender or closing company to change the price. Okay, that was written in, in blue ink, added in by a real estate agent who's not a lawyer. She claims it was written by a lawyer. You know, what does that mean? Does that mean the appraisal provision out for the seller is, is in or not? What do you think, Richard? 
I'm a former trial attorney, and that is language that somebody probably saw in a contract. Uh, we would call it boilerplate, where you just, you know, use your word processor, you clip that over, and you glue it into the new contract. But the truth of the matter is, at first glance, or, or going through this the first time, I'm not even sure what the heck it means. And and you need to be clear about exactly what's going on. If whether you're the buyer or the seller, and you've got a contract and you've got to go through each and every sentence and each and every interpretation of what that sentence or that portion of a sentence might mean, then you're really going to be in trouble. And you need, I think, especially to be very, very wary of, of the person who's presenting that contract because it, it's confusing and there may be other aspects of the contract that are confusing as well. And I normally assume as a, an attorney, if something is confusing, it's usually designed to accrue to the benefit of the person who made it vague or confusing. Does that make sense? Exactly. And of course, an appraisal challenge did take place. This provision, the way I view it, okay, and I'm not a lawyer. We are licensed. I'm a real estate agent. That's it. We are licensed to fill out these legal forms. That's it. But when you start putting in paragraph long phrases in there, it really wades into practicing law without a license. It wades into countering what's in the contract from what I see it. It removes the appraisal provision out for the seller. So so let's say the appraiser comes in and says the house is worth a dollar. Does he have to lower the price to that? I mean, it, it was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever seen. And I'm telling you, this kind of thing happens day in, day out. And it's part of what I do to protect my sellers from this crazy stuff. And sometimes you have to read it two or three times and really try to get your head around what they're trying to say. But this is, of course, you know, a situation where the the agent was competing with other buyers to get the house. These are the kind of things that actually make a seller run away from those buyers. It's unfortunate, but that's the kind of thing that agents do all the time to, quote, advocate for their buyers. But they're really advocating for them to not get a house, in my view. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. If you're interested in selling or buying, call Barb at 719-301-3900. Barbara and I are talking about bidding wars and about some of this contract language. And and I have to agree with you, Barb, about the only way I could get through that boilerplate language that you had was if somebody could plug in the exact amounts that we're dealing with and for me to do the math, the division, the subtraction all of that to even figure out hypothetically what the heck it meant. So we're talking about bidding wars and and how a buyer can get an offer accepted in this hot market. Real quickly, Barb, what are some of the other things that you're seeing in this market? Well, I mean, we're we're on a mission for our home sellers to to create demand, okay, and get them the best buyer so they can enjoy a nice sale and the buyer gets a great house. I mean, at the end of the day, we're trying to to win for both. But what does this advocate thing mean? Does it mean you protect your client so much so that they don't even get the house like agents telling? Here's an example. Last weekend, we had an open house and we could hear the agent pointing out the negative things about the house. And the buyer came back and said, no, I don't mind that. So why do they do that? Does that make them feel like an advocate? It doesn't make any sense. Why are they saying, oh, well, look at this issue. And the buyer's like, I, don't, I like the house. 
<laughs> That's the kind of stuff we see all the time. But really, we want to make sure that when, when we create demand, we're, we're encouraging agents to put their best offer together, to not only to get the buyer the house, but to win. And, and that, that's really hard in this market right now. There are less than 500 homes on the market at any one given time. We should have more like 2,000. So if, if you're tripping over pennies to get to thousands, you're never going to get your buyer a house. And do the math. If the house went up, in value, $48,000 in the past four months. Is it really worth blowing up the deal over a radon mitigation system or something like that? It just doesn't make sense. So what we do is we put together contracts that help our buyers get the home because that's the deal right now. In the last year, home values have gone up 26%. If you do the math on an average price home, that's a lot of money. That's $80,000. $80,000 buys a lot of Mickey Mouse repairs. And I, I just don't understand why they do the stuff that they're doing. Richard? It, it, it ends up killing a contract needlessly. It, it ought to be a win-win-win situation for everyone. And it's not. You want an agent who has the knowledge, the experience to help you with the solutions to your home sale problems. That's Barb Schlinker. Regardless of your situation or budget, Barb's team can get you ready. Barb and her team have the help program where they can pay for improvements to help make reasonable updates that can make the difference between sold for top dollar and not sold at all. To find out more, give Barb a call at 719-301-3900 or barbhasthebuyers.com. A short break. When we come back, we're going to be discussing the things that buyers and their agents do to kill contracts. Stay tuned for that. 